we are going to talk about the Tucker Carlson story and the way that this has evolved over the last week or so. Um, But before I get into it, I guess in honor of this story that we have with Tucker Carlson and the the NSA and being unmasked and all of this, I will take this as the opportunity to plug one of the partners of this channel, which is ExpressVPN. For those of you that don't know, a VPN virtual private network, basically it helps to keep everything that you do online private and secure and encrypted. It is unlikely to stop the NSA because it's the NSA. It might take them a little bit longer Um, it might discourage them a little bit. It's not going to completely protect you from the NSA because it's the government, (laughs) but it can help protect you against hackers and other prying eyes. You put, you basically, it's really simple. You install the VPN, you press a button and you can pick to have a server in the US. You can pick to make it look like you're coming from France or Spain or China, I don't really know why you'd want to do that, but you could. Um, And with ExpressVPN, you don't have to worry about it affecting your internet speeds. You can still use Tor and do torrenting, peer-to-peer, whatever, all that stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. And um, with my old VPN, I used to, when I had to do my insurance billing for my clients, actually the websites wouldn't work because they... I don't know, were blocked because of the VPN. With ExpressVPN, that's not an actual issue. You can like whitelist websites and all this other stuff. Anyways, if you use my link, you will get free, uh, three months free off of an annual subscription. And I do recommend a VPN for everyone. The original story is Tucker Carlson went on air late June, I believe it was, and said that the NSA was reading his private emails and that he believed the NSA was planning to leak the contents of his emails in order to try to get his show off the air. So this uh, was actually only published a day ago through Fox News, but it's an opinion. It's a piece written by Tucker Carlson himself. So he says, last week, we told you that the Biden administration's largest intelligence gathering agency, the NSA, had been reading my private emails, even noting that out loud is weird. It's one of those segments we never thought we would do ever. But the country has changed that much that fast. And honestly, the whole thing was kind of shocking. The government was spying on us. Come on. It seemed crazy, but it's true. And no one in Washington appeared to be shocked in the slightest. In fact, the usual shills right after our segment had a ready explanation for it. Either it never happened at all, they said, just a cable news show lying for ratings, or there must have been a good reason that it happened. And they began furiously making excuses for the NSA, a power, powerful, heavily politicized spy agency surveilling journalists who've been critical of the regime. No problem. It's perfectly normal. Just don't call it spying. So here is the original article. And it's it, he does make a very good point when he says that people 
in the media already had ready explanations. One of those, I believe it was Chris Hayes, I believe it was on CNN, actually took clips of Tucker Carlson's, Carlson's show and him talking about being spied on by the NSA and said that Tucker Carlson is the new Alex Jones and that he's that much of a conspiracy theorist and to even think that the NSA could possibly be spying on him was either an attempt to get better ratings, which is silly because Tucker Carlson gets better ratings than everything at CNN and NBC and, and MSNBC, but also to compare him to Alex Jones is a huge attempt at discrediting discrediting him. And I mean, it's really not that far-fetched to believe that the NSA could be spying on journalists. The NSA has been caught spying on journalists before. We found out through Edward Snowden that the NSA basically watches all Americans all of the time. So... Sup, NSA agent. <laughs> so this is a transcript from the original show on June 29th. Uh, he said, it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim and ordinarily would be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America, but unfortunately, they do happen. And in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we were working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. This morning, we filed a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, asking for all information that the NSA and other agencies have gathered about this show. We did it mostly as a formality. We've also contacted the press office at both the NSA and the FBI. We don't expect to hear much back. That's the way that usually goes. A lot of the other news outlets immediately jumped on this and called Tucker Carlson crazy, conspiracy theorist, the next Alex Jones, blah, 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 blah. We have uh, this article that for some reason the New York Post is putting a picture of a cat on. <laughs> Also on the 29th, that Tucker Carlson claims the NSA is spying on him. Says, uh, again, Fox News host Tucker Carlson is accusing the Biden administration of surveilling his private communications in an effort to get his show yanked from the air. Now, I will say that before the rest of this story came out, um, I had no trouble believing that the NSA would be watching Tucker Carlson. I don't know if I would necessarily say like, oh, the only reason they could have behind it would be to take his show off of the air. 
but it's entirely possible. If that is the reasoning that ends up, I don't want to say ends up coming out because we'll never know. But if that were, in fact, the reasoning behind it, that would be even more serious because then we know that the NSA is being politically motivated to, I don't know, get rid of Biden's detractors. Of course, it would not be the first time that the government has acted politically when it shouldn't. The first big one that comes to mind, obviously, is... Uh, Obama's IRS and how they were targeting Republican organizations and nonprofits and trying to yank their nonprofit status, blah, 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 blah. So it would not be the first time that a government alphabet agency targeted the administration's opponents or political opposites, right? Um, so this details, again, the accusations... Um, and how he said that he was filing the FOIA requests. NSA did not immediately respond to the post request for comment, nor did the White House. Asked about Carlson's claims while speaking to reporters aboard Air Force One on Tuesday morning, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki acknowledged that surveillance was something the NSA conducted as part of its work, but couldn't speak to his case. Well, the NSA is an entity that focuses on foreign threats and individuals who are trying to attempt to do us harm on foreign soil, Saki said. So that is their purview. But beyond that, I would point you to the intelligence community. And oddly enough, the NSA actually did respond, sort of. They wrote a non-denial denial, where basically... They said they did not deny at all that they had uncovered or seen or spied on any of Tucker Carlson's communications. They simply denied him being a direct target of the NSA and denied wanting to take his show off of the air. So the only two things that they denied were targeting him expressly and trying to take his show off the air. They did not actually deny spying on his communications, you see? And what we saw with Michael Flynn, for example, was there are times where the NSA might be spying on a foreign adversary, a foreign power like Putin, for example, uh, other world leaders, and American communications get swept up in that, right? And that is this weird backdoor way that they have of spying on Americans. They say, oh, well, you know, uh, this person was communicating with a foreign power or a foreign agent, or this person was communicating with that person who was communicating with that person who was communicating with a foreign agent. That's how, like I said, Michael Flynn got swept up in all of this. The other big thing is if you remember the Michael Flynn case, the fact that people even knew it was Michael Flynn was a pretty big deal. There is a big unmasking procedure that is supposed to happen when these kinds of com communications are stumbled upon, we'll say. So when they find these communications of Americans, whoever, with foreign agents, the names of the Americans are supposed to be kept private 
to unmask them, there is supposed to be basically like a court process where they make a case to a judge to unmask. And they're like, you know, we absolutely need to know who this other person is for whatever reason. It's a national security emergency. And the judge says, oh, okay. You know, it's the secret FISA courts, right? So that means that for a whistleblower to approach Carlson and say that the NSA has your communications, that means that he was unmasked and that someone somewhere had to make a case for a judge saying that the NSA or whatever government agency, because they're saying it wasn't the NSA, they were saying to this judge that the NSA absolutely had to know who this person was because it was a matter of national security and a judge somewhere granted it if they went through the actual legal channels, which of course is questionable. So remember, this story came out on the 29th. Tucker Carlson talked about on his show. Uh, all the other news networks said that he was crazy, called him Alex Jones, said that he was the next big conspiracy theorist, all these things to try to discount him, blah, 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 blah. Then we have this on July 7th. So a full week Later, this comes out on Axios. Scoop, Tucker Carlson sought Putin interview at time of spying claim. And this is from Jonathan Swan. So Jonathan writes, Tucker Carlson was talking to U.S.-based Kremlin intermediaries about setting up an interview with Vladimir Putin shortly before the Fox News host accused the National Security Agency of spying on him. Sources familiar with the conversations tell Axios. Now, an important thing to note right away here within this first little paragraph Sources familiar with the conversations tell Axios. According to Tucker Carlson, the only people, on his end at least, that knew about this were him and his executive producer. That is it. No one else knew that he was trying to get an interview with Putin. Number two, it's not that unusual for a journalist to do their job and try to get an interview with someone who leads a foreign country or is a big name in the current political sphere. That is not unusual. Um, certainly, it could possibly be that some someone in this chain of, you know, U.S.-based Kremlin intermediaries leaked this somehow, but as we get to the rest of the article, it seems really unlikely. So they say the sources, uh, why it matters is because those sources said U.S. government officials learned about Carlson's efforts to secure the Putin interview. Carlson learned the government was aware of his outreach, and that's the basis of his extraordinary accusation, followed by a rare public denial by the NSA that he had been targeted. So right there, the idea that it was someone on the Kremlin side that whistle blew this and leaked this and unmasked Tucker is really unlikely because it says right there, right here, those sources said U.S. government officials learned about his efforts to get the Putin interview and that he learned that the government was aware of his outreach. 
So later on, Swan, he say, he never names his sources and he tries to kind of like hide who they are in this. But right there, there's two things that say government officials and government. And uh, here is actually the link to the NSA's denial, as we'll call it. Um, uh, and this is their quote-unquote denial. Um, on June 28, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged that the, that the National Security Agency has been monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. This allegation is untrue. Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to take his program off the air. So see, that's, that's what I said, where they didn't deny monitoring the electronic communications or getting any of those communications. They're only denying that he was a target of the agency and that they had plans to take his program off the air. That's it. Um, and then they say the NSA has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that could harm the United States with limited exceptions. For example, in emergency, NSA may not target a U.S. citizen without a court order that explicitly authorizes the targeting. But remember, he's been unmasked, so there was some kind of, I don't know, case made about an emergency or something to unmask him or, you know, someone just did a no-no and wasn't doing their job. And then Axios points out that they have not confirmed whether any communications from Carlson have been intercepted, and if so, why? But also, the U.S. government officials learned about his efforts that supposedly no one else knew about except for Tucker Carlson and his executive producer... If none of his communications were intercepted, how did the government know? How did they find out? It's a good question. The big picture, they say, is that uh, Carlson's charges instantly became a cause célèbre on the right, which feasted on the allegation that one of America's most prominent conservatives might have been monitored by the U.S. intelligence community. And they say the backstory is that he told roughly 3 million viewers blah, 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 um, said that his source was someone who was in a position to know, repeated back the information from the story that they were working on. And the next night, NSA did their non-denial denial. In response, a Fox News spokesperson said, we support any of our hosts pursuing interviews and stories free of government interference. And Carlson gave an additional statement, as I've said repeatedly, because it's true the NSA read my emails and then leaked their contents. That's an outrage as well as illegal. And uh, Axios goes on to say, it's unclear why Carlson or his source would think this outreach could be the basis for NSA surveillance or a motive to have his show canceled. Now, see, that's that part I sort of agree with where, I mean, we don't know that they would have used that information to try and get his show canceled. But you know, after all of the Trump-Russia, Trump-Russia, Trump-Russia that we had from 2016 on, suffice it to say, <clears throat> if there was kind some kind of 
leak to whatever, whoever that, oh, you know, Tucker Carlson was communicating with Kremlin-based people, da 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 well, that fits right into the, the narrative of, oh, all these conservatives are Russian plants. All of these conservatives are con- are colluding with Russia. Like, it fits right into the leftist narrative that we have had going on five years now. Yes, as Axios says here, journalists do routinely reach out to world leaders. So it really shouldn't be that much of a crazy thing if Tucker Carlson was reaching out to the Kremlin and Putin to try to secure an interview. But that doesn't matter in the eyes of a lot of the folks at like CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, (laughs) all of these people and personalities, because all they have to do is get on their little TV show and say something, and then all of their viewers parrot it back all over social media and to all their friends and all their families without ever pausing to think critically about it and analyze whether it's true, what circumstances that event could have happened under, etc., So I don't think it would have mattered. The other possibility is that there's actually something way worse, worse as, you know, having, trying to get an interview with a foreign power isn't bad when you're a journalist, but it could be that they have some crazy dirt on him. And Tucker Carlson was like, well, let me come out and just flat out say that it's the NSA and they've been watching us because now if anything does get leaked, it will confirm that the NSA was watching him. So, um, you know, the meme about the 4D chess, Tucker Carlson was playing some 4D chess here clearly. And I think that, um, whatever it is that could have transpired, he definitely got out ahead of it to try and, I don't know, uh, get the heat off a little bit, I suppose. But it even says here that Chris Wallace even uh, got an Emmy nomination for interviewing Putin in 2018. But Chris Wallace, even though he's on Fox News, he's like a moderate at best. And so at that point, it probably wasn't like, ooh, he's colluding with Russia. He's a Russian plant. On Wednesday, uh, Carlson told Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business that only his executive producer knew about the communications in question and that he didn't mention it to anybody else, including his wife. Um, But then it says, of course, the recipients of Carlson's texts and emails also knew about their content, and we don't know how widely they shared this information. It's true, but still, government officials learned of it said right in the second paragraph. Axios does point out that the NSA's public statement didn't directly deny that any of his communications had been swept up by the agency. Axios submitted a request for comment to the NSA on Wednesday, and they basically just referred back to the statement that they had made on Twitter. Um, And they note that it was a carefully worded statement that was put out on Twitter. In other words, the NSA is denying the targeting of Carlson, but is not denying that his communications were incidentally collected. 
So they're saying that there are plausible, several plausible scenarios as to where this goes next. Um, so they're saying one scenario is that the U.S. government submitted a request to the FISA courts to monitor Carlson to protect national security, but that's not plausible. They say that it could have been that, in fact, one of the people he was talking to as an intermediary to get him the interview was under surveillance as a foreign agent. That is most likely what happened. Uh, in this scenario, Carson's emails or text messages could have been incidentally collected as part of monitoring this person, but his identity would have been masked in any intelligence reports. So if that is the case, how did a whistleblower know to approach him? Later on, it came out that he was like approached at a funeral, supposedly with this information. So how did someone even know to approach him then and there and be like, oh, yes, you were the subject of these emails and communications that were swept up. Axios even says, in order to know that the text and emails were Carlson's, a U.S. government official would likely have to request his identity be unmasked, something that's only permitted if the unmasking is necessary to understand the intelligence. And they're saying, well, the third possibility is that... None of his communications were picked up at all, but they were monitoring Putin and somehow found out about it. But again, his identity would have been masked and would have had to be unmasked. Two sources familiar with Carlson's communications said his two Kremlin intermediaries live in the United States, but these sources could not confirm whether both are American citizens or whether both were on U.S. soil at the time they communicated with Carlson. This is relevant because if one of them was a foreign national and on foreign soil during the communications, the U.S. government wouldn't necessarily have had to seek approval to monitor their communications. If this source is not involved with the government, even though the first and second paragraph of this article suggests they are, how would they even know who the Kremlin intermediaries are and where they live? You know, so all of it is kind of shady. And then we have this article that also just came out. And this is from Glenn Greenwald, originally of The Intercept, which he has now left over censorship and wokeism, which is funny because he founded The Intercept. Uh, you might remember Glenn Gle uh, Glenn Greenwald. I believe he is the one that exploded and brought all of us the Edwards, Edward Snowden NSA story. So this is from him. Journalist says the U.S. national security apparatus has been operating in secret without accountability for eight or nine decades. Investigative journalist Glenn Greenwald reacted to claims by Fox News host Tucker Carlson that the NSA wrongfully identified him through communications intended to set up an interview with Russian President Putin Wednesday on Tucker Carlson Tonight. Um, on Wednesday, Carlson alluded to an Axios report that laid out such allegations about the NSA. By the way, I can't find it now, but two hours after the Axios article broke, Gizmodo wrote an article also talking about how t how crazy Tucker Carlson was and called him like a pompadour, like Play-Doh face 
or something and was like, oh, he's so crazy. There's no proof of this. He's just a conspiracy theorist doing it for ratings. And that was after the Axios article broke out. So clearly at Gizmodo, they're not doing their homework. Anyways. So um goes on to say uh, the only people that knew about the communications, uh, past people who have interviewed Putin. And uh, if NSA captures information sent privately by the American citizen, they have to keep that citizen's identity secret unless they go through a process to unmask it, Carson told Greenwald on Wednesday. It seems very clear they did exactly what they are not allowed to do. Greenwald replied that there are two important components to the case. One, the likelihood that Carlson's communications had been intercepted with legal authority because he was communicating with either the Russian government or a target in the United States who he was using as an intermediary. If they learned, this is according to Greenwald, that way that you were communicating with the Russians about the possibility of an interview with Putin, they have the legal obligation to conceal your identity and make sure that nobody knows that you were the one that was speaking to the Russians. The intelligence that the NSA cares about is that the Russians were doing something, not with whom they were speaking. So clearly there was either a failure to hide your identity as required by law, which is illegal, or an attempt to unmask it after it was minimized. Then he went on to say they've been operating in secret and with no democratic accountability for eight or nine decades, adding that President Eisenhower, upon leaving office in 1961, warned of the pitfalls posed by the national security state. He says the remedy is for Congress to do something about it and to exercise oversight. Realistically, I don't think that's ever going to happen. There have been plenty of opportunities for Congress to do this, and they have not taken up those opportunities at all and have, in fact, squandered them pretty much every time. So <laughs> I don't think that we're going to see that at all with Congress doing anything about it, and especially right now with um, there being so many Democrats in Congress there have been, how do I put it, requests would be too lightly. Uh, there have been plenty of Democrats in the political sphere and in legacy media talking about how, t uh, how Fox News needs to get shut down and Tucker Carlson needs to get shut down because all they ever do is spread misinformation and they are too biased of a media news source, which is ironic. With all of that going on and him being the target, so-called target, that's bringing all of this to light, I don't see Congress doing much of anything at all. In the end, the media, of course, is not on his side. This was one of the original articles from CNN after... Um, <laughs> after the first allegations came out by Oliver Darcy over at CNN Business, Tucker Carlson claimed the NSA is spying on him and even his own colleagues don't seem to believe it. Carlson's own colleagues don't appear to be buying what he's selling. 
because, you know, barring an unusual circumstance, blah, 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 it would never happen. The government wouldn't do it. It's not a story of significant consequence. When the Washington Post, CNN, and the New York Times recently learned that the Trump Justice Department had seized the records of its reporters, the revelation led to weeks of coverage and a commitment from the Biden administration to end such practices, which is a really good point. We're not seeing this with this story at all. Carlson not only alleged that the NSA was spying on him, but that it was conspiring to take him off of the air and engaging in the conduct for political reasons. But the morning after Carlson delivered his bombshell claim, none of his colleagues covered it. So you have to wonder, is it really because like they just don't believe him or is it politically motivated on their side because it's a conservative and not, oh, orange man, bad orange man targeting journalists. Thanks for tuning in for this clip of the Liberty Dollhouse live stream. Please check out my channel for other videos on dedicated topics as well as my live stream every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. As always, thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one.